if you're using an oil-based moisturizer, it will add an additional layer of hydration. So water and oil don't mix or bind. So the oil will push the moisture from the water deeper into your skin and give you more of a glow. Welcome to the Cosmic Laundry Podcast. I'm your host, Giselle Plamondon. I'm a clinical counselor and psychological astrologer, and I started this podcast to have real, grounded conversations and to bridge the gap between the spiritual and the mundane. On this podcast, we take mystical topics and we talk about them in a deep and impactful way. Every conversation is astrology infused, and it's my intention that each episode brings you into a deeper experience of your own humanness and your own divinity. You are divine, you are here for a reason, and no matter what you do or who you are, I believe that you have powerful magic to give to the world. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for listening. Let's dive in. Hi guys. Happy freaking Friday. I am really excited about this episode today. If you listened to the last episode on Monday with Vicky from Novo, you know that I promised that we would be dropping a mini episode just filled with all of her favorite skincare tips. So the skin is something that I never used to pay a lot of attention to in terms of my you know, skincare routine. And I think that comes from just a family of women where that was not really a thing. Like my mom, (laughs) Ole, that's like her entire skincare routine. I remember growing up, she would always talk about how she didn't really believe in using certain things. And she had a very simple, simple skincare routine. She washed her face with water. Um, And she only used moisturizer. And I remember as a teen thinking that she was really out of touch and being like, okay, mom, whatever. You don't know what you're talking about. But as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that, you know, she was on to something. There's something about the simplicity, especially because my mom's always had really good skin. Um, She doesn't really have breakouts. She doesn't have a lot of wrinkles even. Um, She doesn't wear makeup. Like she's a very simple kind of woman. And I love that about her. And so when I got into my 20s or teens, teens, 20s, and started playing around with makeup and and skincare and started getting breakouts and all of these different things, it's been a very long journey in learning how to take care of my skin properly, not only nourishing it from the outside, but from the inside as well with what I eat. So This is the perfect day to launch this episode because it is a Friday and Friday is ruled by Venus. So Fridays are actually really good days to practice self-care, anything that has to do with beauty or rituals that are connected to the body. It's also a perfect day to look at your finances, to make a budget, 
uh, to make any sort of business plans that have to do with money. And of course, it's a great day for relationships, for um, connecting with other people, and experiencing pleasure. So I wanted to make sure that I got this episode out to you guys today. I hope you enjoy it, and I will see you all on Sunday. Okay, so what... Like, give me your rundown on, like, skincare tips, like, what people can be doing to take care of their skin um, in, like, a holistic kind of, like, natural beauty kind of way. Yeah. Okay. So I think that um, when it comes to skincare, my philosophy is definitely less is more. Mm -hmm. And that too many aggressive treatments is really hard on your skin. And that um, in you know, again, in our Western society, there's definitely this huge pressure on anti-aging and like Mm -hmm. starting using anti-aging products when you're like in your mid twenties, which is Mm -hmm. ridiculous because I think that aging is a privilege and Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to age gracefully is really beautiful. And I mean, why are we so afraid of it? And I think it says a lot too, like, so for the people that don't know Vicky, like you have the best skin, like every time, like you do, like your skin is so healthy and you can tell you take really good care of it. Um, So you can tell that like whatever you're doing is working. (laughs) And I mean, not a lot. Like, so I'll take you through my current skincare routine at night and I won't you know, name any products. I'll make it really simple for people to follow. Um, I wash my face with an oil-based cleanser. And um, especially if you're wearing makeup, you should be doing a double cleanse every single night. And you should be using a face cloth every single night, whether or not you wear makeup. Because when you think about it, you know, when the world, you know, fires back up, (laughs) Um, we leave our houses and the first thing most people do in the morning is start their vehicle. So Mm -hmm. that's the first pollutant that you're exposed to is exhaust from your your vehicle or the bus or, you know, even if you ride your bike to work, other people's exhaust, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, like maybe if you stay home during the day and you aren't exposed to that, like let's say you you cook something on your stove and there's Mm -hmm. like potentially like grease or whatever being, you know, exposed Mm -hmm. in the air, Um, you know, then you go on with your day and you're sitting at your desk and you're touching your computer and, you know, uh, if you if you have a desk job, if you touch your face, like anything that you had touched before you touched your computer, you know, now that's potentially on your face. So whether you identify as male, female, non-binary, like whatever, we all need to wash our face and take it as seriously as washing our hands because we are <laughs> yeah. touching our faces during the day. I am always so amazed by like grown men that don't have like a skincare routine. Oh my gosh. Okay. So one of my, my best friends, he is a Taurus as well. And, um, (laughs) he, uh, asked me like very recently, we're both, we have the same birthday Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we're both going to be 30 in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I've never used a facial cleanser. And I was just like, (laughs) what? Like I've been an esthetician for eight years. And why are we just having this conversation now? (laughs) Oh my god. And he was like, 
okay, well, whatever you recommend, I'll buy it. And I was like, okay, well, we need to come up with a skincare routine for you. And it doesn't have to be, okay, so this is the other thing. So like cleanser, cleanser, cleanser is like the most important thing in anyone's skincare routine. I don't even care. An oil-based cleanser specifically. Why oil-based? Yeah. Okay. So I uh, think that oil-based cleansers are are the best because they remove pollutants from your skin, but they don't strip any of the natural oils from your face. Mm-hmm. And we all have a, you know, a microbiome and a, um, and good oils on our skin that we don't want to strip off. And, um, that's why I think oil cleansers are important. And uh, one of the brands that we carry makes an oil-based cleanser that actually has vegetable-based glycerin in it. So it feels mm-hmm. like a gel cleanser, but it's still an oil-based cleanser, which is, you know, if you are like, no way am I using oil on my face, like that's a good introductory one. Mm-hmm. What's the Huna one that I use? Is that the one with the glycerin or no? No, you're using the, um, the cleansing creme. And that's a, yeah, it's an oil-based, like, cream. I love it so much. Yeah, I do too. That's actually the one that I'm using most of the time right now. It's so good. Okay, If you want to talk to someone about plant energy, like, as a side note too, like, you should connect with Heather from Huna. She is so knowledgeable. I I could sit and talk with her for, like, literally days without taking a break. Every time she comes to Saskatoon and wants to do product knowledge, I'm like, well, we spent three hours on like this one product last time. Like, I don't know that we'll need three hours again this time, but then like the three hours is up and I'm just like, I'm not finished with you. Stay. Wow. So where is she from? She's from Winnipeg. Oh, so it's kind of local. Like it's a Canadian company. Yeah. So with the exception of our pedicure line, everything is Canadian. I love that. Yeah. I found a lot of the products that um, we are using through Instagram, actually. Mm, Really? Yeah. I love IG. Okay. So you start with an oil-based cleanser and you wash twice with a face cloth. Yeah. And And another question that I get sometimes is like, what if my skin is sensitive to facial um cloths or towels you Mm -hmm. don't have to scrub or rub vigorously you just need to remove the product right okay I think it's also important to note that you shouldn't use the same face cloth over and over again all week long because bacteria can build up and if a face cloth stays wet and you ball it up on the side of your sink it takes like 24 to 48 hours for mold to start forming so that's disgusting and you should keep your towels clean so would you recommend like a new face cloth every night yeah, I would. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Yeah, so then, like, if you're going to only have two products on your shelf at, and you want a really simple skincare routine, then, you know, the next step would be to have an oil or, and or moisturizer. And I think specifically oils can, and finding the right oil can benefit everyone because they help to prevent wrinkles and keep your skin hydrated they control acne they can nourish dry skin and they can soothe sensitive skin depending on the oil that you choose and everyone is really into vitamin c right now which is i think good but i mean um it's not necessarily the best for everyone so who is vitamin c good for i would say more like dry dehydrated skin it's good i mean it is 
not going to hurt acneic skin, but there are better um, oils that you can choose for acneic skin. Like if someone has, uh, you know, just a little bit of texture issue or breakouts, like I'd probably suggest a hemp oil over say a rosehip oil. Right. Is there somewhere that people can go to kind of get that breakdown so they know what type of oil would be best for them? Mm, I mean, obviously, I mean, if they're I think, to come see you, but um, say like people are somewhere else or like, you know, they want to start buying these things while we're in the middle of COVID, what would you recommend mm -hmm. for figuring out which oil would be best? I think that just reaching out to an esthetician for a, yeah. you know, a one-on-one -on -one consultation is is obviously the best place that you can go. Um, I think that like there's a couple of brands too that have online quizzes for picking the best product for you. Um, but yeah, I would say like reach out to an esthetician that you trust. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So cleanser and oh sorry. Yeah. Cleanser and oil. So then um, I'm jumping out of order in the way I'd use these products, but I'm th these are the ones in order of importance to me. Um, I would say that the next product, if you're going to, you know, branch out and have a few more, is a good exfoliator. And you can choose two different types of exfoliants. So either a chemical or a manual exfoliant, mechanical. And chemical sounds scary, but it literally just means it will create a chemical reaction with your skin. So it will either more than likely it usually means it will raise your pH. So for example, like the Huna brand makes an AHA toner that is a fruit acid and mm -hmm. it's kind of like giving yourself a really gentle peel. Right. But it's safe enough to use and low percentage enough to use every day. And you want right. to use it something like that at night because it will make you more sensitive to the sun. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, I think AHAs are great if your skin can tolerate them, but if you have sensitive skin, then you're not going to want to use that. You're going to want to use more of a gentle mechanical exfoliant. And so that is the one that most people are really more um, familiar with is right. like scrubs. Yeah. And um yeah, I think like there's lots of really good ones on the market and you want to look for things with gentle ingredients like oat or rice powder or um, cornstarch is okay too. Like just natural, simple ingredients. And that's the thing about skincare too is like it doesn't have to be really expensive. Mm. There's definitely things that you don't want to use from your pantry straight on your face. Like I know I just said looking for oat powder and rice powder is okay in a product but like don't just grind up rice because <laughs> it's not going to have the same effect yeah sure yeah um yeah so an exfoliant is really important because and you should be exfoliating once to three times a week depending on your skin type and depending mm -hmm. on what type of exfoliant that you're using mm -hmm. because if you are moisturizing over top of dead skin then right. the moisturizer is not able to absorb into your skin. And that goes not just for your facial care, that goes for your body as well. We should be exfoliating bodies once or twice a week as well. What are your thoughts on dry brushing for the body? 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. I think Ayurvedically, like it's really good for you as well. It's supposed to be quite yeah. good for circulation. Yeah, I have a dry brush and I like it. Dry brush, that would probably be enough for exfoliating, right? You wouldn't necessarily have to do anything else. Or would you still do um, like a mechanical exfoliant? I think it's enough if you're not participating in waxing or body sugaring. But if you are being sugared, um, you might need more in an area like that where you're trying to mm -hmm. prevent ingrown hairs. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And when it comes to um, dry brushing too, like if you dry brush and then soak in Epsom salts, like that's really good too, because you've exfoliated some of the skin and then you're softening it. Right. Okay. Love yeah. it. I love dry brushing. I try to dry brush in the mornings, like mm. just to get everything kind of like moving when I'm actually doing my morning routine. It's a really <laughs> powerful part of it. I don't always like do it. Um, but yeah, I've never thought I usually just shower after, but an Epsom salt bath would be really nice. Yeah. 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 Very luxurious feeling. Mm -hmm. It's the small wins, you know? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay, yeah. so then after the exfoliator, then what? So another um, thing that I think is important is a toner. And, you know, some estheticians feel differently than this. Some estheticians think that a toner is a waste of your time. But mm. um, it depends on the toner and what it's doing for you. Like the toner that I use sometimes is the AHA one that I was just talking about. So, so that one is thing? my toner and my exfoliant. Yeah. The same. Okay. I'm a big fan of two-in-one products. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because, okay. you know, less is more. The less things you have to have on your shelf, the better. <laughs> I feel that. Says the skincare junkie with like 12 different products on your shelf. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So a toner is great. I mean, I just love spring shit on my face. I think it feels yeah. nice. It feels refreshing. It can help to balance your pH, but also if you're using an oil-based moisturizer, it will add an additional layer of hydration. Mm -hmm. So water and oil don't mix mm -hmm. or bind. So the oil will push the moisture from the water deeper into your skin and give you more of a glow. Wow. So would you do the toner before or after the moisturizer? So here's the order that I'd use all four products in. Okay. You're going to wash your face, double yeah. cleanse. Then if you're exfoliating, you would exfoliate. Mm -hmm. Then you tone before you moisturize. So if your toner is your exfoliant, cleanse, tone, moisturize. Okay. I love toners so much that I sometimes will use two. Wow. I'm what really into rose water right now. Yeah, from, um, I, I'm always worried that I'm saying the name of her brand wrong, but Fete, it's an essential oh, okay. oil company based out of, I think she's in Rosetown. Oh, and we just, cool. Yeah, we just brought her products in this year and they've been very well received and she makes five different floral waters, so toners, and yeah. she makes five or six different oils. We have all of them except for the rose hip because I really like the other rose hip that we have from the Skin Essence brand. Skin yeah. Essence makes a lot of really beautiful oils that are nice blends in jojoba oil. Jojoba oil is one of my favorite oils because it most closely mimics 
bit lipids and the omegas of our skin so it's very easily absorbed and if you don't want to feel greasy jojoba oil is really great i actually really dislike coconut oil because it's like what we refer to as like a dry oil and it Mm -hmm. doesn't actually penetrate your dermal layer of skin which is your second layer of skin so your skin is made up of your um your epidermis and then your dermis underneath and so Mm -hmm. If you use coconut oil, it, it creates a barrier, almost like petroleum jelly, where like no moisture can get in or out. And so that's not really very good for your skin. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I love this. I love how knowledgeable you are. Oh, thanks. About all Especially <laughs> because skincare is like one of those things where like you talk to four different people and they all have different ideas about what you should be doing. Okay. Yes. And so you encouraged me to check out TikTok uh-huh. and I did it, but uh-huh. I don't know that I'm going to be able to stay on the platform because there were, I think there's lots of really great dermatologists on there, but I think there's also going to be a lot of misinformation about skincare, which Absolutely. is going to make it even more confusing. Which is, I, I think, but it's also important for like people like you maybe to be on TikTok and making information so that there's like, you know, simpler stuff out there, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true. Maybe. One of the things that I noticed a lot too is that so many dermatologists recommend, and I hate to knock a brand, but that Cetaphil, the drugstore brand. Oh, that, yeah. That they say is, you know, a gentle cleanser or whatever. Yeah. And um, that is like one of my most disliked products, I think, is that Cetaphil cleanser. Because so it's not even the fact that it is full of parabens. There's three parabens at the end of the list, which I mean, okay, so I avoid parabens in my own life because they've been named as an endocrine disruptor and can affect our hormones negatively. And I've been conscious of the parabens in products for probably like seven or eight years. I got really into researching product before Pharaoh was born. And also my first job was in an Aveda spa. So I've always been in tune with natural products. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's not even the parabens that make me the most hesitant about that product it's the sodium laureth sulfate which is like sls Mm -hmm. because that is a foaming agent meant for stabilizing the product that can strip the natural oils from the skin yeah i believe that so i had would that be similar to cerave the other one it would be so i had CeraVe I bought it like maybe six or seven months ago because I saw it wasn't on TikTok I saw or maybe it was a different podcast where I'd heard a dermatologist actually recommend it um Mm -hmm. and I found that it was awful like I way preferred because I also before I started using the Huna cleanser was using the Glossier one they're like foamy milky cleanser um and I preferred that over um, this other one that all of these dermatologists were recommending. Cause it like, yeah, definitely like stripped my skin. Do you remember when I came in for the facial and my cheeks were like so dry? Yeah, I do. That was what I was using at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they look, I mean, it's hard to see in the quality of the video right now, but like your skin does look good from where I'm sitting. Yeah, it's definitely, I love that cleanser. It's good. so good. 
And it reminds me of like when I was in my early 20s, I got really into using oil, like just pure oil, because I I was living in BC at the time. And that was all anyone there used. They all just used a mixture of castor oil. And there was something else. Eventually, I didn't like it. It didn't work for me long term. But it definitely Mm. made my, my skin a lot healthier than using really like crazy cleansers. Yeah, so, that's yeah. good. Yeah, they haven't yeah. figured out in the, the like the you know crunchy moms and you know kind of hippie culture there. I'm into they it. They totally do. <laughs> there were so many things that I learned out there that I was like, okay. And I think the best thing I remember like going out to the clubs and like no one would be wearing makeup, and I was like, this is just oh, like I love amazing. that. Yeah, like I love wearing makeup and I love getting dressed up, but I don't like feeling like I always have to do that if I'm going to go out or if I'm going to do something. And I just loved you'd go to the, the the club and like everyone would be in like jeans and like kind of a sexy top, hair down, barely brushed, no makeup. <laughs> and everyone looked so good. Like it wasn't like right. everyone was all greasy and disgusting. It was just like, yeah, I loved that. I miss BC a lot. Yeah, I love it there. My sister lives there now. And if it hadn't been for reconnecting with Dan when I did, like I always had high hopes of ending up out there. But, you know, yeah. here he came back into my life and here we are. And now you're just bringing the crunchy mom granola thing to Saskatoon. That's all. Yeah, totally. Great. Yeah. I think, too, we should talk a little bit about acne. Yes, please. Yeah. Let's do it. So, I mean, like, I could go on and on and on about this, but, like, really short and sweet is when it comes to dealing with acne, the products that you are using, while they are important, what you are um, putting into your body is just as important. So, Mm -hmm. if you are struggling with acne, it's really important to be mindful of, like, how much processed carbs you're consuming and I mean I love bread don't stop eating bread that is not what I'm saying but Mm -hmm. just be mindful everything in moderation and dairy is really inflammatory and Mm -hmm. I mean I am plant-based so I don't consume dairy at all but Mm -hmm. I think that dairy can you don't eat meat either I don't know yeah I'm I'm just about completely plant-based, but I do sometimes consume like the occasional egg because my mother-in-law had chickens. Right. right. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, uh, I still consume honey, which I know is like a little bit controversial in the vegan mm-hmm. community, but I just really like my honey lemon water in the morning. I feel like I don't know if I can give it up. (laughs) I feel that. I totally get that. And I bet that that has something to do also with why your skin is so gorgeous. It's like that that plant-based diet. Yeah. Yeah. So I I mean, yeah, I eat lots of plants. I drink tons of tea. Spearmint and peppermint tea specifically are really good for um, helping with oily and acneic skin. Mm -hmm. And uh, Heather actually launched three different teas for um, three different skin types earlier this year. So we don't have them yet at Novo. We will later this year. But if you are interested in them, Jenna Lee from Green Tree has them. And she made one, um, Clarify, Revitalize, and um, I can't remember the name of the third one off the top of my head um, because I'm not looking at it. But um, the Clarify one, actually, I have in my own cupboard and I love it. It's kind of minty and... um, and yeah, so teas are, teas are really 
undervalued and very powerful. I also stopped drinking coffee, which I think was, has been really good for my skin and also my anxiety. Can you please tell me how you did that? I have been trying to quit coffee for a year because also it like makes my anxiety so bad. So from a mental health perspective, I've just been trying to quit it, but I can't. What did you do? What was, um, got anything? Yeah, I replaced my lattes, my morning lattes with um, matcha for a long okay. time. Um, mm-hmm. but I actually don't even drink matcha anymore. So probably for a year while I was switching from coffee, I drank matcha okay. and I learned how to make a really good one by myself at home. And then I switched from matcha to turmeric. And so now if I go for a latte or if I, um, make one at home, it's usually a turmeric golden milk. Um, Ooh. but I just drink like hibiscus tea is one of my favorites. I really I like peppermint and spearmint. I really like dandelion root I know that not everyone loves it because it's quite bitter but it has like some almost a similar taste to coffee right yeah is that what um what is that coffee replacement called um that you can get at dad's no no chino or something oh you know what I'm talking about no I've never seen it I think it's also dandelion Mm, which would make sense yeah 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 that's a really good idea I actually don't know why I've never thought about just switching because what I tried to do was just quit the latte thing the coffee thing altogether but what I love about coffee is just like having a warm creamy cup of something it like tea to me isn't the same I love tea and I drink a ton of tea but I can't replace my like morning cup of coffee with a tea I've never been able to do that so the matcha and turmeric that's really smart Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good way to transition out. And then like another thing when it comes to, you know, diet and I'm not a nutritionist, you know, Mm -hmm. full disclosure, but um, making sure that your gut health is in tune and that you're paying attention to it is really important for your skin as well. So I um, take two probiotics every morning. I take one for joint health and I take one that's just like a general foundational overall probiotic and like it does have a little bit of green tea in it I think um but such a small dose that it doesn't you know trigger my anxiety or that I don't even really notice it um and it's from a brand called Living Alchemy and it's also a Canadian brand um but yeah so I mean obviously you're going to want to talk to a physician before you start playing with things like that but I think that probiotics are really important Mm -hmm. for managing acne yeah okay that makes sense for sure yeah so mostly the like cutting back on like simple carbs cutting back on dairy adding in more like herbs and healthy things and probiotics and that kind of stuff yeah and I mean being mindful of sugar too like if you can replace um processed sugar with maple syrup or honey or um, more natural sweeteners, like that's going to obviously be better for not only your overall health, but your skin as well. Yeah. Because I mean, when we consume things, like our skin literally purges them out if it's not working for your body. Yeah. Yeah. I think we forget that. Mm-hmm. You know, I know. I actually like really a very cool organ. Yeah. Yeah. Especially thinking about like how much we can know about our own health just by looking at, you know, the health and wellness of our skin. Yeah. I always know if I've been indulging in too much red wine because I break out 
like kind of um, close to my jawline and like the outer corners of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, mm, maybe time to not have wine for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Because um, the sugars. Yeah, I guess that yeah. for sure. It is definitely, and it happens so quickly too. I know for me, every year around Christmas, I'll get a really bad breakout on my forehead. And I don't normally get breakouts. Like acne has never been a huge issue for me, except for when I was in high school, I'd get it on my back and my chest. And Mm. that'll still flare up sometimes if I'm eating too much dairy. So for me, that's where it'll show is on my chest, not necessarily on my skin. Mm -hmm. Um, But every Christmas, I know that I'm going to get like a breakout on my forehead just from the Christmas food and all the sugar. Just like mentally prepared for it (laughs) (laughs) literally um and this year normally it goes away pretty quickly um but this year it actually scarred a little bit so now I'm trying to like navigate Mm. that I'm like my skin is getting less like you know when you're young and you nothing scars and you just feel like you know you're invincible my skin isn't bounce back as much as it used to so yeah so then vitamin c would be beneficial for you because it does help with scarring Mm. Yeah, I've been looking at vitamin C, trying to add that to my, I'm very similar to you. I have like an entire, like my whole bathroom shelf is just skincare stuff. Like every time, every time Chantel comes to visit, she's like, what the fuck? Why do you keep buying skincare things? Like, I love them. It's my favorite thing to spend money on. I love it. So I like love this conversation so much. Is there anything else that you would say, like for anyone wanting to take really good care of their skin? Um, the, I mean, the last thing that everyone should be using is sunscreen and sunscreen is tricky because, um, I mean, you should be using it every day, whether it's sunny or cloudy, but sunscreen is tricky because there's lots of icky ingredients in lots of sunscreen brands and it's hard to find a clean one. So I, I really like the brand Green Beaver. You can find it in a lot of places. Like you can find it, um, at most grocery stores now, you can find it at the Better Good if you're in Saskatoon, mm-hmm. um, if you want to buy it from someone local. And also, I think that Mad Hippie might have a sunscreen, so that is available at Green Tree if they, if they do. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, so I mean, you have to be mindful about the ingredients, but yeah, sunscreen is important too. Perfect. I actually get ID'd all the time. Because... I am not surprised. <laughs> like, I'm because not surprised Mason looks like a baby. But, yeah. <laughs> you have very like smooth baby-like skin and so glowy. Like I don't, it, especially considering the fact that right now, like it's not like there's a lot of lighting in your room right now. Like but still over Zoom, I can see how much your skin is glowing. So like, that's how you know, right? Like it's important to take advice from people that have the thing that you want, right? And like most people I think would probably see you, see your skin and be like, I want that skin. So I think that this, I think that this episode is going to be really, really popular. I'm actually going to break it into two. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Oh, this was so fun. It was. Thank you for having me. I feel like so excited about it. I am so stoked too. Um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I know that there was a lot of other stuff that we didn't get into. So um, maybe in the future we'll, we'll do an in-person one when we can finally see each other again. Yeah, uh, that would yeah, be great. There's like probably so much more we could talk about. But thank oh, you for yeah. giving me 
few hours of your life. Yeah. Oh yeah. No problem. Thanks so much. I love talking about skincare quite obviously. So I mean, <laughs> let me know if you have any more questions. I probably will. I feel like I selfishly just got like my own little um, <laughs> consultation. You know? um, I actually was thinking like, oh, this is so perfect. And then talking to Vicky this week because I want to put in an order on Friday. So nice. you know, you're doing, you have your online store open, right? Yeah, the online store is open right now. That's yeah, for people to know. So, can people message you and ask you questions, and you know, kind of get your like? Are you open for that kind of like skin consultation thing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm checking emails once a day right now to okay. you know kind of create a boundary between work and life. And uh, actually, I haven't been on Instagram for two or three days, but I mean, I will answer messages if they come through. Okay, that sounds good. So um, I will link all of this stuff in there. And then for anyone listening, if they want to um, figure out which products, because you do carry very, very good products. They're super high quality. Some of them, I know the price points are a little bit high, I think, for some people, but they last forever and they work really well. So. Well, and I, I mean, the Skin Essence line is a really good introduction line because everything in there in their line is $30 or under. So if, you know, if financially that's a limitation, then I mean, we do have products for that too. And also the Fete um, oils, like her product line is kind of in the like 15 to $25 price range. So like the Huna one is a bit more high end. That's for if you want really results driven Mm -hmm. skincare. But if you need something that's kind of basic, you're just getting into it, you want to start washing your face or like for teens, you know, skin essence is such a good place to start because good skincare doesn't have to be expensive. Okay. That is a wrap for today. I loved this episode. Uh, It was technically part of the last episode. We just went over and I didn't want to make you guys listen through, make you guys. I knew you'd like to, but I figured we would break this up into two separate episodes because we are talking about different things. And so this has actually kind of inspired me to do more of these mini episodes on practical, you know, tangible things that you can do to take care of your body, heart, mind, soul. So if you have any sort of specific teachers that you would like to have on here in terms of like learning meditation or learning certain business skills or learning relationship skills or anything like that, let me know because I'm going to start doing more of these little mini episodes for you all. So I love talking to you guys. I love it, love it, love it so much when you guys let me know what you are loving and what you want to hear more of it. So please like, feel free to reach out to me at any point and let me know which episodes really resonated with you and what type of, of content and what type of conversations you'd like to hear more of. And if you do decide to leave a review on uh, Apple iTunes or I don't know if you can leave reviews on the other platforms. I'm not quite sure. Um, I think most people listen to this podcast on Apple anyway. So if you do decide to leave a review 
Or even if you just screenshot the podcast and then share it on your stories, let me know that you do that. I have a little gift for everyone that does that. So uh, take a screenshot of the review or of you sharing it or of you just, you know, telling people about it and then email me at hello at giselleplamondon.com and I have a nice little gift for you as a thanks because I'd like to get this podcast out into more people's ears. It takes a lot of energy to put into every week and it just, when I see the audience growing, it really, really helps me to feel motivated and inspired to do more. Uh, Hope you guys have a really good weekend and I will talk to you all very, very soon.